0: what's happening everybody this is can i get more podcasts on my monitor i am johnny ruckus i hope all is well today today i'm sharing my conversation with my friend mike matthews of the band the alloy plot we talk about where his interest in music began and how the alloy plot started we just catch up after not seeing each other for about a year and a half thank you very much and here is mike matthews Uh, Mike Matthews. Hi, Mike. Hi,
1: John. And you're, and you're in the studio. Been a while. Yeah, it
0: has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, I've had Zooms the last, you know, whatever. But I get it, you know. And plus, people live far away. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask some people to come up.
1: From, Drive an like, hour.
0: Yeah, hour uh, and a half to get here. And it's like, oh, yeah, here's my little podunk. I'm in a bedroom.
1: Oh, man, With a I bunch of nerd shit. It's cool, man. It's, you know, anything that we can do to, you know, kind of keep music talking about it, at least, even though yes. we can't play it, is yeah. is gold at this point, you know?
0: Yeah, and it, that's part of the reason of doing the podcast. Like, I want to, like, I want to stay involved. Yeah. One way or another. Absolutely. You know? So, like, you know, like talk to people or just do music shit, you know? Uh, I'm not playing in a band right now. I mean, nobody really is, but yeah. I don't have a band right <laughs> now, you know? So it's like... I just want to stay involved. Yeah. You know, I got a list of people to talk to that I want to talk to.
1: You were on it, of course. Oh, awesome. <laughs> near the bottom, but I was on it. Uh, it there was no
0: there was no numbering. It's just wherever. So You were near the bottom, but it was...
1: <laughs> I appreciate I, that. I made the list. That's all I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a one through. It was just no particular order. Yeah, I get you. But no, I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to talk to you. Oh, yeah, it's yeah.
1: been a while, man. We haven't seen it each has. other in shit. Yeah, year and a half. Last time out in Brandon probably at a show out there. Uh, I mean,
0: you know what? I don't even think I got to make it to those. I think it was uh at the back bar. Yeah, when actually, we did Josh's um Yep. Uh thing there. Yeah. Jeez, oh, that was so
1: long ago. It seems. I know I saw
0: I, I was looking at videos this morning and I saw there was a Wee Rock video that they posted of yep. uh, y'all and I was like
1: oh yeah that's that
0: yeah, uh miss but it. <laughs> yeah oh geez it's been so fucking long and i'm, I'm itching to play yeah uh out period yep. i need a i need a fucking
1: band oh. we're
0: working on shit we you know yeah. demoing stuff but i need a band dude oh. i am just i i'm like you i'm sure you're like oh i just want to be up there
1: yeah yeah i've I found a few outlets here and there i mean i You know, with the whole COVID thing, it's really tough to get out and play, but there's a few things here and there that you can kind of do safely, you know, and uh, still kind of scratch that itch a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not on par with how it was, you know, where you could get a show every weekend if you wanted to play, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, now it's paying attention to everything and being safe and smart.
0: Yeah. Have you guys, um, have you, y'all, been doing anything like getting it together at all or Uh, you guys just kind of out doing your own thing at the moment
1: yeah we're all kind of doing our own thing at the moment i mean it's everything's kind of on hiatus and uh you know i mean even booking shows i mean yeah it's great to practice and jam with your buddies and stuff like that but i mean if you're not able to do some shows at this point it's like it's a little tough to get the motivation to get out there and practice and stuff like that but uh you know, I mean, everyone's got a lot of stuff going on in their lives. I know uh Nate's out there, he's got his property out there that he's yep. looking at building a house on and uh Jim, probably the hardest working dude I know, is just oh uh <laughs> busting his ass at the shop up there. So I know fish and Joey work hard, they got their life going on and stuff like that. Yep. So and again, just everyone being taking the precautions you gotta take at this point. So
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's a, yeah, if you don't have well, plus, you guys have been going at it for, like, when did the bands start, like, what, 12, 2012, S- earlier than that? Uh, something, something like that. You know?
1: there. I think it'd be, it's five, six years now, I think, so, like, 14 or 15. Is I, it? I, you, you don't quote me on that. I saw five, videos so.
0: from earlier, actually. It, there's a couple so it's probably more than that even
1: yeah this iteration yeah. i guess of the band yeah. with, with these members probably about about five years but i think we yeah, uh yeah, me and yeah. jim started doing stuff oh gosh so long
0: ago. long <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean you guys have been pretty much going more like more or less non-stop for like you know call it seven or eight years so yeah i suppose uh having a break from each other probably isn't the most horrible thing in the
1: world i know at least for me it allowed me to kind of look at uh you know different styles of music and stuff and Mm -hmm. i've been playing my acoustic like non-stop and really exploring that and uh you know getting into more kind of folky type music and even some country stuff and uh kind of expanding my horizons on uh, music
0: yeah
1: and uh applying that to heavier music too sure going back and forth and kind of mixing styles and finding different things so yeah
0: absolutely um I did that, too. You know, I I uh, was in the rock mode for so long, you know, and then, like, I started listening to country music, and I was like, all oh, right, this ain't that bad. I mean, it, you know, it, it almost almost anybody who's like, oh, I don't listen to country, like, oh, do you like Johnny Cash? You're like, of course I like Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Like, it's know. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like I always like Johnny Cash and stuff like that. My dad listened to country music when I was younger and stuff like that, but I didn't really – pay a whole lot of attention to it but yeah and then you know as it got into stuff and i was like oh fuck i missed a whole lot (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole lot to catch up on
1: well and even like new artists today like like there's a there's the mainstream country which mm -hmm. i'm not a real big fan of you know i mean it's kind of the same rehashed rehashed bs uh, yeah over and over but i mean there's a lot of artists out there like tyler childers does a great job with a lot of stuff uh you know Sean James not really country more like a folky kind of soul type of thing but yeah. man he's he's great um Turnpike Troubadours more of a bluegrassy type band I mean oh, yeah. there's there's a million of them. I could go yeah. on for an hour but there's just so much good music out there that's not yeah. you know heavy metal rock and stuff like that that's more uh, folk driven or bluegrass driven or country yeah. driven so yeah, explore it, man. Check just it out.
0: Songs, just good songs. Yeah,
1: good stories. I I love the yeah. stories in folk music, especially like uh like Coulter Walls got a lot of like murder ballads and stuff like oh, that and sure. no, I just love that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I like uh yeah, like Tyler Tyler Chir, uh, Childers is cool. Um Sturgill Simpson's cool. Yep. Um Chris Stapleton obviously is fucking awesome and then like Sonny Sweeney's really awesome. I like her a lot too. Okay. So she she did like the major label thing, but they didn't make, they didn't have her do that like the poppy. You know how you'd think it yep. would be, but yeah, she's just honky tonk, just awesome shit. Just, yeah, you know, so yeah, there's a ton of really cool stuff, and I, I got into all that, and then I went back, and you know, I caught like um, I'm a fan of Buck Owens, you know, yeah. and you know all that kind of stuff. Is just like I got I got into Dwight Yoakam, okay, and then that's what kind of. Okay. Well, he loved Buck, so I went back there, and then like, you know, and then all those guys. When he started, it was like, okay, there's like Roy Nichols and all this stuff, and you go down the rabbit hole, obviously. Oh yeah. You know, so I kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit, and you know, there's stuff from every era of country music. You know, that's the big thing all the time in country music: is it authentic? Well, is it any of it? Yeah. Really? (laughs) You know.
1: I I mean, I've written songs that had really no bearing on my life where it's just a, a thought that I had, you know, I mean, right. if I'm playing out a play in my head, that's happening to someone else, you know, and wrote, write a story about that. I mean, it's not directly related to my life and yeah. stuff, but it's, a, it's a good story. You know? Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Th- you know, you get a, you get a character yeah. doesn't, you know, when you say me in a song, it doesn't have to be you. No, it's just the character speaking. Yep. You know, it's kind of a, 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 Rock music is very literal a lot of times. Yep. Like, oh, it, when I say me, it's me. Yeah, you know. Whereas country music is like me could be uh, Joe from down the street yep. or whatever. Absolutely. You know, so
1: <laughs> it's a lot of freedom in uh in writing in that style. I think. Uh, yeah. Not to say that I'm good at it uh, <laughs> or anything, right, right. but uh, but yeah, definitely a very very cool medium to write like that. So.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's different. Yeah. And then you can take stuff like that theme you know uh themes or arranging styles and transfer that into loud nasty sounding rock
1: oh yeah absolutely you know so
0: have you been writing you know writing like all sorts of songs or are you just are you like kind of focusing on the acoustic right now or
1: focusing more on the acoustic because uh that seems to be the best chance of being able to you know play like for a couple of buddies or something like that or playing some small things uh you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, especially right now, you're not going to get your your whole band together and be out in front of, you know, 50 people in the bar, you know, yeah. and stuff like that or 100 people or whatever. And uh, so, I mean, this just seems like the best yeah. path to go down to be able to sure. continue to do what I love to do, you know. I mean, it's... Yeah. A lot of people think we do it for, you know, everyone else y'all in the crowd when in all actuality, I do this for myself. That's, I need to. So. That's nice. Yeah.
0: But yeah, you're up there or you're making music to make make your sense of the world, you yeah. know, and it just happens to come out and people hopefully like it cuz unfortunately, we are people need to like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you, know? you
1: don't get many shows if they don't like what they hear. Yeah, yeah right. So.
0: so, you know, you're at you're You're self-serving in one way, and then you're also serving the whatever on the other hand, and it's like, oh fuck, they do work both hand in hand.
1: Yeah, they do. You
0: know, but you can't, you can't worry about writing songs for somebody else. Yeah, you know. So it's like it's a weird fucking circle, and we're artists, and we're fucked up, and we're (laughs) dumb, and all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, this is vicious vicious cycle it but...
1: really is <laughs> it works out though I love it I wouldn't uh wouldn't trade it for anything. yeah
0: yeah I know the same. it's like uh you love music so much and you know we always bitch everybody bitches about it but it's like I would rather there's nothing I would rather bitch about
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> I'll sit here and complain about it all day absolutely
0: <laughs> but you know what if someone talks shit about it you're like hey man yeah fuck you
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you're not very good. It's like, yeah, what instrument do you play? Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) I don't go to your work and slap the dick out of your mouth. Okay, just shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) I know it was a bad show. I'm drunk.
0: (laughs) It happened twice. I was drunk. Uh, uh, Yeah,
1: twice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, like, where was? uh, What do you come from? A family of musicians or anything? Do you did your parents Um, anything? Play any music at
1: all? played piano uh very good pianist uh and she kind of let it go for a while she's getting back into it and stuff so i mean there was a piano in the house growing up and uh basically my my first really looking at the guitar at all uh i remember being like probably like 10 years old and uh i think i got dropped off at a family friend's to get babysat or whatever for the day and uh they're I forget even if it was a son or a daughter, but their, their child had a a little learner guitar and I didn't know the kid or anything like that. So we didn't really play. And I'm like, Oh, can I play your guitar? I thought it was neat. And I sat on the porch and I played it and I got a big old blister on my (laughs) thumb and stuff. And then, uh, it was great. I had a great time. And then it kind of fell by the wayside for a number of years. And then the next time I kind of ran into the guitar was, uh, in middle school. Uh, we had to learn a song on guitar for music class Mm -hmm. and, uh, You know, at that point in time, you're just trying to be the cool kid in school and fit in and everything like that. I'm like, guitar's dumb. I hate it. You know, and just kind of made a joke and a mockery of the whole thing uh, at the time in school. Um, But then, uh, as you know, went through school and then high school came around and stuff, and I got my my first job, I was, you know, making tacos at uh, Mexicana Express in Fond du Lac. And uh, a guy uh, that I worked with there, Tyler Como, um,
0: played guitar.
1: Yeah and he was a he's a great dude he's still i think he's still in a band in madison last i heard the projection people i, I haven't talked to him honestly probably 15 20 years now okay but uh he had a guitar for sale and i was like ah, that seems really cool so i went out and i bought it with the first paycheck from that job and uh my buddy uh tony brown who actually ended up being the drummer for a blues band i was in alchemy for a number of years uh sold yeah. me a little amp and uh my dad told me too when I bought or before I bought when I had my job, he goes, don't waste your money on your first paycheck. And I was like, OK. And then I spent my entire first paycheck on this and uh, I was afraid of what he'd say. So I <laughs> hid it in my closet and I only <laughs> only play it when he wasn't home and stuff like that. And then he's like, well, what would you do with your first check? And I was like, "Uh, well, I bought this guitar. And it, and it turned out he wasn't mad. He was actually really happy for me that I grabbed onto something. And uh, I mean, the rest is history. I just got addicted to it. and Cool started playing what uh
0: was there was there like a uh artist or something like that that you were like you heard and then it was like oh i like i want to do that yeah was there
1: what uh well i was at a, a buddy's house and a, a friend of mine had a uh seafoam green uh jag master mm. so like the kurt cobain guitar and at the time you know going through early part of high school and stuff and you know um, late 90s i'm just stupid into like smashing pumpkins and nirvana and all the grunge scene and stuff and uh i seen him playing that i'm like that's the kurt cobain guitar you know (laughs) and i then he busts out teen spirit and and just hanging out with a bunch of buddies and stuff through the amp and i'm just like it just hit me and i'm like that's that's what i gotta do and that's leads into the whole buying that first guitar you know and just just seeing that and be like i want to do that you know
0: sure okay so you're a fan of that music i yeah i'm i I've talked about that ad na- ad nauseum oh, you yeah. know, to the you know nobody that who listens but <laughs> um yeah that was my that was my thing too. That was the first music that I like I listen, you know, like I went through it, but my my sisters they listen to like the hair metal and then you know like my other sister listened to Prince and U2 and, and shit like the cars and all that kind of stuff like that. Yep. But then like Nirvana, when I heard Nirvana and that, I was like, oh, that was like my, that was mine. Yeah. You know, that was my thing. You know, they were like, eh, whatever, you know, you know, and I get oh. it. They're 10 and 11 years older than me. Yeah. You know, but that was the first thing that was like, oh, there we go. That's mine. And oh, then, yeah.
1: It spoke to me. I exactly. Mean, it really so
0: did. No, that's cool that you, that you, um, I guess maybe. Maybe you didn't think of it like this, but it sounds like when you're hanging out with your buddy and all of a sudden you just start playing a Nirvana song, you're like, not only do I know that song, the guy who's just sitting here, my can, bu- my buddy is playing it. Yeah, can I do can do I can do that. Yep. That's awesome.
1: Hey, if, you can, if you can see it, you can be it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> That's right. just how it is. Yeah.
0: So. Okay, so that was in high school, middle school? High that, was, school. that was high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was, I was thinking probably about I don't know, maybe 10th grade. Somewhere okay right in there
0: yeah so how long did it take before you started your first band
1: uh well not too long after i think i spent probably about uh two years there kind of honing my skills and you know learning how to make power chords yeah. <laughs> you know build songs and be able to be at least somewhat proficient so i didn't have people telling me to shut up all the time <laughs> and uh, you know i started playing with a couple of my high school buddies and stuff like that and we'd, we'd jam out in uh, my buddy marshall's garage and stuff and uh you know, and we had our first band, my very first like uh I guess hard rock band was Illumicide and uh that was uh my buddy Marshall, Ross and uh uh Russ Sutter who oh. actually drummed for uh, uh
0: Alloy yeah, yeah. Plot
1: for a short period of time there. And uh yeah, we jam out, we got kicked out of North Fond du Lac for having a just packed house at uh this club 41 there and there's people <laughs> driving hitting cars leaving it was it was a great time it took the cops like five minutes to get from the bar entrance to the front to tell us to stop playing and, <laughs> you know and then uh high school ends and stuff and people fall apart and yeah yeah
0: so you just kept going
1: i kept going yeah i had uh my my buddy tony um uh, that actually sold me my first amp he yeah. was uh the drummer for a band alchemy um uh, and uh yeah after i kind of got done with the lumicide he he they were looking for a guitar player and i was like well I, you know i'll come out and play guitar and uh me and tom o'hearn their lead singer really hit it off and me and tony really hit it off i mean we we had worked together at mexican express too yeah. you know so um yeah we uh i went out there and started jamming with them and uh we all got along real good and recorded an album uh with them and then uh i moved on to playing bass when uh their other guitarist came back who is uh Brian, Brian Whiteknack is just one of the most amazing guitarists around. I mean, if you ask me, he's, uh, he's the dude just jamming around. Sounds like Jimmy page. Just, okay. just rips it. The yeah. guy's great. And, uh, you know, as soon as he came back, I was like, yup, you know, I mean, you, you got it, buddy. You're, you're amazing. And I, I, uh, I just sat back and played bass, which was actually great for my guitar playing. Sure. You know, to switch over to that to kind of understand more of the fundamentals of, you know, chord progressions and where you can go with chord, you know, chord progressions sure. and, uh, you know, play more of a, I played more of like a lead bass guitar where it's like you hit the roots, but then you have your runs in between and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just sat across just watching him and absorbing all of his <laughs> skills. And, uh, you know, we were banned for, you know, that, Iteration of that band for eight years or so, and played oh, wow. played all over, and it was oh wow, it was great. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah, the um because that was a blues based band, right? Yep. You said? Yeah, that's um that will definitely uh, help your guitar playing because you have to be you have to be there. Yep. You know, you have you know if you're playing like a one four five or something like that, you know, you and the drummer have to lock in. Yep. But then you also have to be there for the changes, and they gotta be right there. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody else sounds like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's like, yeah, it it definitely helps uh, your rhythm guitar playing. I talked about this when uh, I had uh, Corey and Eric from Two Fifteen. Okay. And Corey did the same thing. He played bass in a blues band. Yep. And he said the exact same thing. Where it helped really, really helped his guitar playing.
1: Absolutely. Because then
0: you know you get to you you learn to lock in with the drummer, and you you know yeah. make sure you're there with the change and stuff. Yeah. Same thing. Well,
1: and even as a guitar player, a lot of times if you if you haven't played bass, you know, at at length with a band or something like that, I mean you'll you'll be like, Why is why can't he just do what I, I need him to do at this <laughs> point, or he or she or whoever the bass player may be, why, why can't they do that at that exact moment? And then you get over there to playing bass and you're like, Oh, well I see and then you can kind of see the other side <laughs> of the coin there. Um and it allows you to kinda of, I don't know, mesh better with, with any other bass player or guitarist so if you're playing bass. Oh, yeah. Mesh Together well because you understand both sides of what's going on there. Yep. So the guitar is always you know, it's the melody instrument when the the bass is more of a it's like along with the drums is this backbone of a song. Absolutely. You know, absolutely
0: so. everybody you know, you, you hear it all the time. The guitar player is like, Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta play bass for this, blah, 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 It's like I um I I played bass in bands of, you know, yeah. done it all too, but I haven't done that many years. But I've I always even when i'm doing demos or if i'm playing i always like playing bass cuz oh, yeah, that's Cause, yeah great. it's a different you change your mindset
1: mhm
0: and if you can do that and you recognize that yes bass players are an important part of a band <laughs> shout out to bass
1: players yeah they're great i love bass players but hi nate
0: yeah well you can't spell bass without
1: ass either so oh, well, yeah. he's our ass though. that's right he's our <laughs> ass
0: <laughs> um but yeah it you if you can change your mindset and get into that and be like okay i'm in the rhythm section if i'm really tight with the drums the song is going to sound really fucking good oh yeah you know yeah not you know it's if you're a loose band then okay yeah. you know but if you're if you rely on a tight rhythm section and then it's not Oh, yeah. Well, then the whole thing is fucked Yeah. <laughs> you got everyone on stage looking at each
1: other like, who's screwing up? Yeah, here? I
0: don't even know. Am I fucking up? Yeah, yeah that's a
1: horrible place oh, to God. be. And it's
0: like, oh, solve it, solve it, solve it, solve, <laughs> it, solve it, solve it. Yeah, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Please, God, make this song end. Yeah. Oh, not, we've all been there, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> another fucking goddamn chorus. Yeah. <laughs> we fucked up the last three. I mean, yeah, right? different
0: Well, you know damn well he ain't going to be in key. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 it happens man you gotta take the good with the bad you know
0: absolutely but. that's gives you that gives you the um you know the the stuff to to know uh what not to do yeah and how to deal with when shit goes wrong because it will yep you know so it all is with experience and all that stuff so
1: i've been pretty lucky with the people that i played with where they've been able to whenever we're playing a show and something goes awry you yeah. know uh everyone's always been talented enough of musicians to be able to okay how do we line this back up by the next beat or the next measure here yeah. and typically a screw up doesn't go longer than a couple of beats you know everyone kind of gets back in sync so
0: sure you just kind of look each other a little bit and go,
1: <laughs> smile and i
0: heard that and then it's <laughs> like yeah you heard that so nah, you yeah. know yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that
0: that all comes back with experience of, oh yeah you know not only individual experience but then as you know your rehearsal and all that stuff you know it, <laughs> it uh it makes all that kind of stuff easier if it has to be yeah know, so for sure how did you uh how did you get well you you know you said uh you and jim started this alloy plot thing i guess you guys are the, the longest members or whatever yep. how did you guys
1: uh well it actually it's me and uh russ the, the drummer uh originally for alloy plot i mean we were buddies and stuff like that and uh he had been friends with jim hmm. um and they started running sound at uh I believe it was, it was shooters at the time in Fond du Lac. Okay. And then they moved out of there and started uh, doing sound at stealing second. And that's when I kind of hooked up with Jim and I was like, he's got all this cool gear and all these, you know, all (laughs) the stuff that I want, you know, it's, it's, and want to do, I loved running sound. I loved the, you know, messing with all the knobs and dials and learning how everything works and stuff like that. And, uh, it, I love music, and I thought it was a really great way to to get into both sides of it—the production of it and what it takes to make a show go well. Yeah, and uh, also then be able to do the music aspect of it, where we're playing and perform, uh, performing. Um, but basically, how the band came about is like Jim's like, "Well, I play guitar," and I was like, "Well, I play guitar too." And then uh, you know, in the process of running and booking shows and stuff, you have bands cancel and drop off last minute mm-hmm. in some cases. And it's like, well, now we have an hour of the night that we promised this bar we were going to fill. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, so it kind of started off as a as a thing like, hey, we'll be able to do this if somebody drops off, so we can kind of cover the time. Okay, and uh, it just kind of evolved from then. We uh, had to fill a slot, and uh, so we grabbed, I believe, Tom Gady from uh, uh, oh, a Millennial. Yeah, yep, and he played bass uh, for a while there, and uh, my buddy Marshall from. Uh, Lumicide my original band he played bass for a little while with us as well Um, and then Russ played drums and we just we sat at stealing second when they were closed and just because we had all the gear set up there and just uh, quick wrote like eight songs you know (laughs) like it was in the matter of about a week we wrote eight songs you know stuff that I had popping around and Jim had popping around and uh, threw it together and uh, the first shows went not great But uh I mean we we were able to fill the time, people didn't throw stuff at us, so I mean it uh it went well and we liked what we were doing and kinda of just kept it going and hopefully we're getting better. Nice. <laughs> I think yeah, so. I saw
0: there was a video. I was looking around and there's a video at, from Stealing Second. It was just you two and then uh I'm assuming it was Russ. Yep
1: playing drumming. drum, but
0: there was no bass player.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh then we Did that so much too,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it, you know, the, the gear I had back then, too, like for guitar amps and stuff like that, was just so you know, nothing like what I got now, yeah, you know. And it's, yeah, uh, yeah, I the progress has been amazing. So, I didn't realize
0: <laughs> that Jim and I didn't, I know it was what was it, J and JR Entertainment or J and R. I didn't yep. realize the R was Russ, yep. I just, I didn't. I didn't put it together. I know it was Jim. Yep. You know, but then when we, when we met, I think it was still JR Entertainment, but you were behind the board a lot. So yep. I was like, well, he's not an R. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> no, I was just the the guy that's seen something really cool happening and want to be a part of it. So sure. I was just trying to get in there and help out any way I could and be yeah. a part of it. You know? Yeah.
0: Where is that... Uh... When did you get into doing any recording stuff? Because,
1: um, well, actually, I got into kind of recording stuff prior to that because, yeah. uh, you know, I'd been writing music, and then uh, Alchemy kind of fell apart, and I had like this this blank spot there where I wasn't in a band. You know, I didn't have any prospects of being in a band, yeah. um, so I was like, I still wanted to make, write music, you know, and play and stuff like that. So it was, uh, I just basically got my computer about as souped up as i possibly could for a computer that was probably at the time 10 years old sure. you know just yeah. trying to make it work with some <laughs> crappy graphics card from staples and stuff like that and sound card <laughs> or whatever else and just making it work yeah. and uh and it started recording and since uh you know when i was you know younger and stuff i kind of got into like using uh Fruity Loops, FL Studio, and yeah. stuff like that, and uh, so it was real, real fun to do sequencing and stuff. So it was something I was familiar with. So I, I got that program because I was familiar with it, and it's a fraction of the cost of Pro Tools and anything else at Absolutely. the time. So, uh, so I started doing that, and just would sit in my room and wrote a bunch of songs and uh, actually put them out online. Uh, under uh, Four Dead Rabbits was my little thing, and I, I just had it on SoundCloud, and it was a bunch of random stuff a couple like johnny cash covers and just something to do something you know and and i I really loved recording i loved sitting there and just you know messing with stuff you know learning how every compressors work and everything like that and when you're doing it you know virtually on a computer in the box like that you know you don't have to spend as much money on gear and you can make mistakes and stuff like that and just you know undo and stuff so um it kind of lowers the learning curve a little bit Uh, but yeah i really enjoyed it and uh you know it's fun to take a raw track that just sounds good but meh yeah and turning it into something that's like oh that's that's what i was hearing in my head sure you know yeah and uh it's a lot of fun it's a it's a puzzle you know and i i'm big on puzzles guitar is a puzzle to me you know (laughs) it's just figuring out how it works and making it happen so
0: yeah i uh actually it was probably about 20 years ago now i got my got one of my got my first interface um i was going to school for guitar and for whatever reason i figured this would have been a a way to i don't know it must have been some practice tool or something where i could record it in and see if how bad i sucked or whatever yeah. you know um yeah that was a tascam 202 okay Maybe.
1: I had one I, of those. I think
0: it was one <laughs> of the yeah, this one was the gray box yep. like this, and then it had the blue stripe over the top. Two big whatever. knobs
1: on top. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Yep. And then a couple switches or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that and I that had to have been probably one of the first interfaces that you could just like get. You know, yep. that wasn't like a studio grade, you know. Yeah. That had to have been yeah it was was like twenty years ago.
1: I had the same one, same exact one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I used the shit out of that. I recorded like my own bands with it. Like I had to take like a, we took like my powered mixer for the PA, (laughs) and then ran the drums into that, and then just ran it into one track, and hopefully you got it kind of close. And you know, yeah, we did that a whole fucking bunch. yeah. Yeah, I think I used. I I I use Acid Pro. Yeah. for my I uh,
1: used Audacity for a number of years. Audacity it had it yeah. had four effects on the whole thing like chorus, <laughs> reverb and some flanger or phaser and something else and uh Yeah, I, would, yeah. Uh, I
0: got Audacity on the Mac. It's it's for uh, I actually use it for metadata. Okay. Cuz for whatever reason um Reaper just added metadata, but it doesn't work real well yet. Whereas you can put it into audacity and that's what I use it for is put metadata or if I'm like sequencing an album, Mm -hmm. you know, you can quick do it there and you can make sure you can see the wave tracks, you know, so you can make sure everything is like where it should be and all that stuff. It's actually a pretty sweet tool still. And it's free as fuck.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'd I'd say anyone that's looking to get into recording themselves or recording music and you don't want to spend an arm and a leg on an inner, you know, DAW and, uh, just yeah grab audacity man it's stupid easy to use yeah
0: yeah it really <laughs> is yeah and you can add all the effects into it yep you know it's just that they're they're not there's limitations to it because once you put that put the um effect in there then it's there yeah you can't tool with it and all that stuff like you can a, you know a more powerful no. dog but yeah it's definitely for great easy inter- use oh it's yeah, fucking great easy. great introduction
1: shit. to it absolutely you know
0: yeah i always liked i always tried to do my own recording not always great you know obviously um i don't know how much great i actually have accomplished on the recording thing but (laughs) i like you know i when i write demos and stuff i write the whole thing i program the drums i put the bass i put the guitars the whole deal so i get the so i can when i send the uh the track over to eric who's singing you know he was the drummer and 215 is going to sing in the next whatever whenever we get to it cool um he knows the what's happening what the feel of the the verse is the chorus you know you can do that by a guitar track to a point you know but the drums and you know the what we talked about before the rhythm section plays a part in that
1: absolutely so
0: if you have a different feel it's like oh well now if i just send him the guitar track and he comes up with the melody well, the feel that I had for the drums and stuff. Now the melody doesn't work. Yeah. So it's like, well, uh, it would be nice to know that. So that's why I just I'm a psycho and I put it all together. Yeah. So like I just there's very rarely where I'm like, oh yeah, I got a riff. Well, it's I have a riff <laughs> and then now I have a song. Like yeah. that's you know that's yeah. just <laughs> programming drums
1: and stuff. I I don't have the patience, man. I haven't ever, I haven't mastered it too much, but I I wish I did (laughs) it's i
0: i have uh i use a a plug-in that's got a bunch of grooves so i can get like an an approximate and then if there's other things then you can go in midi and okay punch them in
1: yeah
0: but yeah it's just you know you you have a you know you set the tempo four four whatever it may be this is the feel i have 16th you know uh 16th on hi-hat whatever and then you can move stuff around Okay. You know, to kind of that I use a there's a a base where I start with and then if I need to I can
1: make shuffle it. stuff around. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that makes it easier. You yeah, know, I'm not taking a blank you know thing and doing
1: it. Yeah. You know? For sure. But, i was always just thinking I, you know, I was like get into messing around trying to make a drum beat so i can because i have a song in my head mm-hmm. and i kind of want something behind it and i'm just like i give up i get impatient i'm just like <laughs> i'll just buy some drums and some microphones and i'll learn how to play drums and that'll long run probably be better
0: well yeah because then you learn how to how to how to record drums right <laughs> yeah
1: and then i just end up giving up on both of those things and just changing the song entirely so it's uh it's just an acoustic song now no
0: yeah there you go yeah, oh, we'll, it, you had grandiose plans and yeah this well <laughs> then
1: i I built like one of these, uh, those little boxes, like, uh, you know, little stomp boxes. I, all I did was take like an old surround sound speaker and I screwed it to the, uh, bottom of this wooden box I made in my garage. Two by fours and a thin piece of eighth inch plywood. And then, uh, hooked that speaker up to a quarter inch guitar cable. Okay. And I run that into a board and then, you know, a, speakers just a microphone in reverse so now when i stomp on that box it sounds like a kick drum all right. so i'm able to play guitar and just stomp on this box and okay i kind of get the i'm not great at it but we're getting better
0: oh no all right all right okay so. though that, that's cool so you kind of have like this little like a uh, one-man bandish sort of sort of deal
1: yeah trying <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens but we're trying all right.
0: That's not too bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. You see that with uh either someone gets a bass drum or they'll use like a one of those cajones. Yep. Or something same like yeah, same idea. But yeah, you gotta have your little your little twist on it. Why yeah. the hell not,
1: right? A little rhythm. Uh, <laughs> working on keeping keeping beat good while you're doing two other things. Getting, but yeah. It's a whole it. body motion. You, know? so, but yeah. you
0: still um are you still over at the the old school for your studio space
1: uh yeah we still have that studio space i haven't been over there in a while since uh everything and uh since we haven't been practicing really and uh you know jim got real busy at his shop so we kind of moved our uh practice sessions up to oshkosh there for a period of time and stuff so that he could more focus on uh you know his dreams there and uh yeah so I mean, we we still got the space. I still got stuff stored out there, but I basically moved most of my studio gear to to my house, yeah. so I can do home recording and stuff. And like I said, doing what we can in the in the times that we live yeah. in. Yeah.
0: Well, that so. from from where you live, that's a de- that's a pretty decent haul, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm in Ripon. That's in Oakfield, so yeah. it's it's good it's so half it hour, forty five minute drive. So. That's
0: a sweet fucking spot, though. It is. I really, <laughs>
1: it, you know, it sucks that it doesn't have heat
0: yeah you know that's yeah. the
1: kind of the drawback especially when winter rolls around we got one space <laughs> heater in a giant music room and it's like you know yeah what are you even way. doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the, the other winter it got up to at least 45 degrees in there when we were Ooh-wee. practicing yeah i know heat wave <laughs> it's it's tough man you know you know how it is when your hands are cold and you're trying to play guitar it's just it's impossible so much work it's fucking impossible oh.
0: Yeah, oh, that's no good, but... <laughs> but yeah, you know,
1: it's a great spot, and I, I love the room, so... It is, it is really cool.
0: Yeah, so it, what we're talking about is, in Oakfield, there's an old... Uh, was it elementary school or yep. whatever? And they rent the music room, or what used to be the music room for the school, as the rehearsal space. Yep. So it's all acoustically treated already, and pretty fucking badass if i say so myself yeah
1: it's it's pretty nice uh tyler, tyler um, our buddy tyler he still uses it with uh um, luke uh for bashford oh okay and practice out there um yeah so i mean it's still getting use and stuff like that yeah. and uh we share it with a couple other bands and stuff to might you know, as well make use of it so
0: yeah, yeah especially if you're not you're not going to be out there, and plus, and I'm sure you guys divvy the pay up, whatever oh, yeah. it may be. So yep. it's like super cheap. Yeah, you know, and
1: yep, everyone, chips everybody in. can use it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice
1: spot. It's it's a lot better than uh, you know you. Playing in your buddy's basement and all of a sudden practice runs late and there's cops shining flashlights <laughs> in the window, like, hey, you gotta, you gotta keep it down.
0: Yeah, no kidding, right? So, Could be there as long as you want, no yep. one gives a shit.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's times I was out there till two, three in the morning just yeah. jamming or mixing something or Yeah, something you get in like the that. you get
0: in the zone or whatever and just but you have the space where you can just you know
1: Be as loud as you want. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's kinda we walk, you know, when we visited you or whatever, we'd walk around there. And, uh, you know, it's it's used for other stuff. Yeah. You know, we don't have to go into what it's used for. It's nothing funky, but yeah. um, it's kind of creepy, especially when it's dark, because yep. there's no other lights on. So you're, like, using your cell phone as flashlight. <laughs> or if you step out, if you have a cigarette or something like that, it's like, man, it's kind of like, it's, there's houses, but they're not, like, super close. No. I feel like someone could come out of the bushes and like you know gonna well, fuck me up or something <laughs> there
1: have been a few times like uh when i was I was mixing Bashford's album uh when I recorded them uh you know i I'd be out there get into a groove, and I'd be mixing all of a sudden it's three in the morning, you yeah. know, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm alone in this place, and I'm like you know I'm a, like whatever I'm not a scaredy cat or anything <laughs> like that, but you know it's like you're saying you know you walk out and it says big empty building and it's dark and you're kind of in the middle of nowhere and you're like well you know <laughs> you hear the wind blowing and the little things going on the roof and you're like what the hell was that noise
0: someone's coming get me man
1: shut the light off close the door lock it yeah. run to the truck oh man <laughs> the monster it's like when you're six running up the stairs from the basement yeah. like, Monster's gonna get me.
0: <laughs> shit man i Honestly, I went down, like, we always turn, you know, it's fucking dark in a basement, yeah. right? When we have to go down there. The one day I went down there, I was like, I knew whatever I was looking for was like right there. So I was like, oh, I was like, damn, this is really fucking dark down here. Like, I'm going to go back upstairs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mom! <laughs> this was here. Oh. <laughs> so just the other day. Fucking dark as shit.
0: No, at, the, at my parents' old house. That was it. Was a super old house. Yeah. So like the basement was sketchy as fuck. Okay. Like it was like a, a like a stone basement, you know. Okay. Yep, yep. And then like yeah, it was it was sketchy as shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you go down there and be like, well, I know I got like about fifty thousand spiders hanging out with me, so yeah, they might get whatever's gonna get me. But mm. yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You still get that, man. It's. Basements are creepy. My grandparents—they had a basement for a while. Of, uh, you know, most of it was concrete. It was an older basement mm-hmm. out in the out in the country, and uh, but yeah, half the basement was still dirt floor. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I don't think that's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Why is that like Fucking that? Weird, man. My my grandpa would be like, "Oh, that's where we buried all the bad grandchildren." <laughs> I'd just be like. <laughs>
0: Thanks. I'm never. I'm never visiting you again. I don't, yeah. love, I don't love you anymore. Yeah, I don't love you anymore. I was told. I was told to love you. I don't love you.
1: Yeah. Oh jeez. Then run real quick before he catches you and buries you in the yeah. dirt in the basement. Wait, did you? Did you
0: kill them or did you just? I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to
1: know. I'm just going upstairs. We used to have downstairs. much more cousins and. Uh... <laughs>
0: yeah, they're cousins now. They're cousins. So. Yeah.
1: Right. Jeez. Um.
0: So you, okay? You mentioned um, recording Bashford, yep. and you know I had another band that recorded with it you as well. Knuckle, yeah. And yeah. then like, uh, have you? Is it out there that like I'm going to record bands, or is it just kind of like, uh, hey, you're my buddy, you want to record? I got you. Kind yeah,
1: of it was more. It's more of a hobby. Um, with my full time job and playing music and stuff, I just don't have the the time to devote. Yeah. That it that it requires to to do that full time because so it's a, it's a real commitment to say hey I am going to be a you know a studio and I'm going to record music and that's what I'm going to do because yeah. it's a full time job you have oh, to yeah. you have to put in all your time um, and a lot of times you know with any upstart business or anything you're not you're not going to see returns right away there's a lot that goes into it a lot of investment that goes into it initially um, and it's just at this point it's not something that I, I have a lot of time to do so. Yeah um basically you know it's it's come down to you know if i have a buddy that's like hey man i got this song i was wondering if you'd put it on track for me real quick you know i mean yeah buzz over we'll have a couple beers yeah record your song yeah that type of thing um but yeah as far as doing it professionally i just i don't have the time you know yeah
0: no i hear you yeah i would it would be um it would be fun to do that but yeah like like we were talking about before you know Recording drums is where the art is, yeah, really.
1: Absolutely, you
0: know. I, you know, I've said this to anybody who I've talked to about recording. It's like you can you can record guitar kind of anywhere. Yeah, you can record vocals kind of anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, but drums. It's like it's you can't we can't record those anywhere. No, we've. You've, we've tried. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always work. If You record them
1: in a small room; it's going to sound like you recorded them in a small room, you and know? it it's does. The there's, room.
0: There's no getting around it. No. There's not. A, there's no reverb that you can put yes, on this thing that's going to gonna make, make that go away. Yeah, believe yeah. me,
1: I've tried. <laughs>
0: ah, so have I. So have I. Yeah. So it's yeah, dr- having a room where you can you know record drums is definitely the yeah the and then tuning the drums you know because they are pain in ass to tune. Oh yeah. You know, and get them how, the, how we are supposed to sound. And then, yeah, doing the drums is, like, definitely the most difficult part. Yeah. And it's also, it's also, most of the time, the, the least practiced part. Yeah. Because if you're not a drummer... How do you know? Yeah. No. You know, I mean, you can, you know, a lot of times, um, like, a professional studio or whatever will have a kit. Because, obviously, they know what it sounds like. Yeah. They know how to mic it. They know how it's tuned. You know, but... If I, you know, if I, whenever I can make a bigger space for doing this stuff, I pro- I'm i going to get a kit, but yeah, it's going to be like, I'm probably going to be sitting there for hours, tung, tung, yep. tuning and figuring out, now you do the drum thing, you figure out all the different techniques, you know, you get the 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 three mic technique, four mic, all this shit, you know, and then depending on what kind of music you're playing, you might get different, it's wow. like, there's a whole lot of fucking shit with that drums.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of blessed to have, uh, have Tyler Kimple around with that on yeah. that aspect. Cause I mean, he, he went to MMI. Hmm. Um, so I mean, he had a, a background in it. Um, he's an amazing drummer. Shout I out mean, to Tyler. He's fucking oh, awesome. He's the salt of the earth. Nicest guy, almost nice to a fault. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. He's super I mean, nice he's guy. So nice. And Amanda's great too. And their kid Leo is just, yeah, you know, cutest thing ever. But, uh, yeah, it, with his, his his experience in that, um, and him be also being a good drummer, you know, and being, you know, a close buddy and in, in the circle and stuff like yeah. that, he was able to give me a lot of a lot of pointers that you know, I mean he was able to show me ways to to mic up an entire kit with two mics where it, it sounds good, you know, yeah. and and you, then you can kinda of build off that bass, you know, you wanna add microphones, you kinda of know where they should go. Yeah. Off of the you know, where you yeah. started from that bass. So uh you know, I was really appreciative to him yeah. showing me a few things and you know, imparting his knowledge about it. Absolutely. Me. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. If Tyler, if you listen to this right now, you know me. What's happened, man? <laughs> if you if you weren't in like ten bands, I'd be like, You should come play drums for me Yeah, man. Right? But
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. still asking him, shit. I'm yeah, scared. fuck it. <laughs> I'm
0: asking you right now. Come and play drums for me, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'll be like, Who the fuck? No, he no, he knows. Tyler knows never that, forgets no. a face. No, he doesn't he's fucking awesome. So well. yeah,
0: that's for sure. Um yeah, rec- recording drums, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that it's was that's great that Tyler was able to. Oh yeah, um, and it was willing to you know, yep, up, you know, give that knowledge to you because yeah, that's that's the fucking heart
1: right there. Oh, for sure.
0: Okay, there you have it, Mike Matthews. Everybody, thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time listening to Mike and I. Find the Alloy Plot on Facebook at Alloy Plot, or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor at the Johnny Ruckus. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Podcasts on My Monitor. Please comment, like, subscribe on the YouTube. Follow anchor.fm slash podcast on my monitor to find the podcast on all the different platforms. Go buy a t-shirt at teespring.com slash stores slash the Johnny Ruck Tees. Again, thanks everybody. Be better today than you were yesterday. Bye now.